Hello, my dudes. Welcome back to Previously Gifted. I am back with Nathan again for another episode. Uh, the start's always hard because, like, I was just trying to go extra hard with the dancing for those of you watching on YouTube, and I, I just always want to, like, I, w I want to, like, be able to freestyle, but that's not how it works when you have an intro song that's, like, 10 seconds. Anyway, hi, Nathan. <laughs> Hello. I keep trying to see you from behind the microphone. I have to decide if I just want to talk to the Yeti <laughs> or you. <laughs> Today, we are going to be discussing our job experiences, so we'll get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to start off just uh, chatting about where we've been, because I was consistent with the podcast for a good uh, couple of weeks, which for me is, is major, and then all of a sudden I was gone, fall off the earth for like three weeks, <laughs> and so now we are back. We are in uh, the same couch position, but we're in a new apartment, how do you feel yeah. about that, Nathan? Are you happy that uh, that we're in a new place? I love it. Much more light. and um... That's been key. That was like the one thing that when we were deciding if we should move or not, I was like, <laughs> I would wake up in the morning at our, at our old place and it's just dark because we were like, our, our building was facing another building and there was like literally no natural light coming in and it was just, it was rough. Yeah. So when we went uh, apartment seeing, what do you call that? Touring? Hunting. Hunting. <laughs> We went apartment hunting and we'd walk into a place that has a bunch of natural light and I'd be like, oh my god, look at this. You can see the sky from this place. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been really nice. What else have we been up to? Um. I bought the Pokemon... What do I have? Sword? Sword. 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 The blue one. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I, um, I've been playing Animal Crossing on my Switch since <laughs> I, I got it then. in November. Every time I was saying sword, you were just going, shh. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me say it. Sword. No, you're right. Um, no, I was confused because I only know the, they're like, you know, all the Pokemon games, they do like two different colors. I was just like, mm, I like that one. Sure. Um, and I keep forgetting which one it is. So... But I got this game because Nathan and I went to a local GameStop because Nathan wanted to ask them about the PS5, PS5, which was funny because there's absolutely no chance that this GameStop that's literally like <laughs> empty on the inside mm. has a fucking PS5 randomly. But um, yeah, we go there and I walk in and I'm like, mm, I might get a little Pokemon game. I might get a cheeky little game. And uh, so I did, and it was dangerous because, as always, it's like, I know that I will end up spending hours. And I had just gotten better. Like, since we moved here, I kind of finally stopped playing Animal Crossing as much as I used to. Right. <laughs> and I got my sleep schedule back on track. You guys, you guys, they have no idea. I started to go to bed before midnight again. You did? It was amazing. And you were waking up before nine o'clock. Oh, my God. I would text Nathan. He's like, are you actually awake? Staying awake? I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. This is nutty. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been nice. But Animal Crossing threatens my sleep because I stay up late. And then I've been reading a book. And then um, and then now I got Pokemon. You've got to catch them all. I've got to catch them all. I literally, every time, I'm like, I can't stop because I just have to catch them all. And so I think I've already put in, like, 12 hours. Right. We just got it a couple days ago. It's funny when you got it because I was, like, low-key sour with you when you were having it. <laughs> So I went in there with the excitement of hoping that maybe by this off chance there was going to be a PS5 in there. And I was going to look at all the games and get excited about that. And then we walked in there and you're the one that ended up with all the excitement. Yeah, I'm walking out and like, you were like Ooh, what so do you exciting. think I should get? Sword or shield? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't know. I really, mm, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. 
<laughs> I know. But we have fantastic news. Do you want to tell the people? Today, uh, after following many Twitter accounts, because there's like these like actual like specific Twitter accounts that follow PS5 drops, whether that be in Target, Best Buy, Walmart, Costco, they will like notify you. So I'm following all these uh, Twitter accounts and I also have the notifications on and they will um, literally the second it, I don't know how they do it. It must be some coding or something. I don't know. The second, the second it, drops. it drops, you get the notification on your, your Twitter. And like, as you can imagine, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people doing the same as me who are on the same web website as like Best Buy. It's like all we crashing. Today. Yeah. You had your three devices. I had my two devices. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, things were crashing. We had managed to add it to the cart like three or four times. It was it was gnarly because when, ti- when I almost just called her Tyler. <laughs> I'm like that's my brother. He's the only other person I talk to. Um, <laughs> Why is that always so fucked up? <laughs> to make something. <laughs> Your siblings or your your uh, partner's name. That's fucked. Anyway. Thank God you didn't Ooh. call me like dad or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway. So, yeah. Nathan, in the past few weeks, has been trying to get the PS5. And I told him about those Twitter notifications. So, that was helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thanked and <laughs> welcomed myself. <laughs> but, um... So then, yeah, it was it was very stressful. And then we got all set on, like, every possible website. We were saving, updating our shipping address and our credit card info so that we'd be ready to go. And um, Nathan walked out the door for, like, five minutes. And then he called me, and he's like, Best Buy, PS5. And I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped on my computer, also pulled up my laptop and, my, and phone. my phone. And I was just trying to get on there. And, yeah, it was intense. It was I've, I've well. never tried to buy something like that. On so. Wednesday, I was up at 4.45 in the morning because uh, I was following this guy. I don't know. Is any of you guys interested in PS5 drops? Because hey, I'll tell you do you guys follow. like PS5s? Nathan, Nathan the other day was like, hey, I have a question. You don't have to do it. I was like, what? And he's like, would you ask your followers if they have an extra PS5? And I was like, I would. But also... I don't think anyone's just sitting on an extra PS5 right now. So if you follow this guy on YouTube or and Twitter called Jake Randall, he has his finger on the pulse with all this sort of stuff of mm-hmm. like drops and stuff. Not just PS5s, but Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Anything gaming related. In demand. Give him a follow. He's like a wizard at this stuff. But yeah, 4.45 on Wednesday in the morning, I was up watching his stream <laughs> and waiting for this target to drop because he has some sources in target. <laughs> and um, I missed it. Well, no, I, I got it, but it did the same thing. It just crashed, and mm. I didn't manage Such a to, disappointment. to get the bag. So. so, yeah, today it finally worked out. We were we were panicking slightly. We were trying to figure out, like, it's complicated with all the stores and how you're supposed to pick it up and whatever. You have no idea where it's in stock or exactly how it works, but Nathan got it, and then he was... He was getting these little codes that you have to get before it confirms your order. And then all of a sudden, what was the first thing you said? I don't know. You were just like, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't want to scream on the podcast. But we were like jumping and running around Maybe the Maybe you apartment. could add the video that recorded Ooh, here. I could throw it in. Three, two, one. I've sent that like to my mom and like my sister. I'm like, I just feel like I have to share this excitement, even though nobody else really understands the the hype. But I'm so happy for you, and that just set our weekend on the greatest note. So I know. Wow. Over the moon. 
I know. Well, like, because Nathan hasn't really been able to play, like, any video games, really since we've met, like, in the three and a half years or whatever. Yeah, it's just out of choice. I used to be, like, a huge gamer in terms of I had an Xbox, uh, played World of Warcraft, uh, other PC games as well, but this sort of, like, you know, moving place to place uh, from the US to UK and then obviously moving within New York. Um, I never think got your the, setup ready. Yeah, I didn't think it was the best time, but now PS5's on its way. And I'm a gamer now too. I'm yeah. an actual gamer. I'm a Switchy. Um, and uh, is that a thing? No, I just made it up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I I've stayed up many late nights like watching fucking Animal Crossing tip videos, like way too many more than I'd like to admit. And then the other day, Nathan saw me watching some fucking Pokemon videos. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Let's Are you play cheating? tips." Lo- no, I'm not cheating. It's just tips. Like I literally, I haven't played Pokemon since Sapphire. That was the last game I played. I don't know when that was, but like, so it's fun to get back into it. And. Um, I'm having a really good time with it, but I, I, I don't know all the details. No, like the old I, games, you, you'd name yourself and then you'd name the worst enemy. And then like back in Pokemon Blue and Red, it used to be Gary. Oh. Ash was the guy and then the enemy was Gary. But you could yeah. rename Gary to like your worst enemy or like what, your brother or something. the kid at something. school that you fucking hated or something? <laughs> yeah, or, or just any random name. Did, wow. Have you managed to do that on the new one? Or I don't did, think, no, I don't think it lets you no name Gary. your your villain. We do have some villains, but I... I don't know. My name my name in every game is T, um, which is funny because you guys don't really know. That's like one of my nicknames. <laughs> I kind of hate my name, but that's another issue. Tiffany, not a fan. Um, but T, T-E-E. A couple of people had called me T, and now I feel like that's my go-to if I have to like use a nickname for something, which is pretty much only game so far. So I'm always T. Yeah. And then I make my little avatar usually like a little blonde girl or something sometimes brown hair sometimes like a reddish in animal crossing <laughs> wow <laughs> the other thing you just to change the subject the other thing you managed to do was you got your uh, retainers no no what? no i just that <laughs> fuck so you guys i'm doing invisalign i'm pissed um i'm mm. over it <laughs> i finished my first round because i had started it literally like the week before quarantine started so that timing was okay but it's taken longer throughout the year because Sometimes during lockdown, I wasn't able to go to the ortho office when I needed to. And now I hate going in because I think I got COVID from going to the dentist. And now I don't like going into the ortho, taking my fucking mask off and like seeing other, you know, another patient across the room with their mask off. I'm like, ew, gross. So now I hate it. But um, I finished my original thing and then I got my refinements done and I just went in the other day. And um, so they had to do more like teeth shaving stuff, which is called IPR. And then I thought they were going to maybe take off some of my little attachment buttons because I'm just sick of them and I don't like them. And instead of that, they added more, including some of my fucking front teeth. And I'm like, ah, cool, whatever. I get home and I look at my teeth up close and I go, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And there is a goddamn piece of fluff under the fucking glue glue on my front tooth. And I looked at it and I I almost went insane in that moment (laughs) instantly because like... I have things like, if I think about it, like if I think about cleaning my ears, for example, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I know you're not supposed to, it's dangerous, whatever. I will instantly have to go clean my ears. Or like if I think about like the certain body things, I'm like, oh, I need to do that right now. Like, I don't know, like plucking a hair or something, need it gone immediately. So the fact that this fucking fluff <laughs> is permanently stuck 
under this thing and it's like it's not visible from afar but I can see it up close and I, I sat there so angry I was like I want to go back to their office right now make them take it off put a new one on how dare they trap this disgusting visible. fluff it is up close when I'm this close to the mirror I can see it so thank you for reminding me about that it's really disturbing me every time I think about it but anyway, you know, refinements, it's fun. Eventually my teeth will be done and I won't have to fucking wear plastic trays anymore. Looking forward to that very much. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay, so what is today's topic? By the way, gotta give a shout out to Nicole Raffi. Uh, this topic was inspired by her and she has a new side podcast. Her regular podcast is called Talk Nasty to Me. And her new podcast is, um, I saw your tweet, Are You Okay? And it's with her friend. Um, so they did an episode where they talked about all of their jobs. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so relatable. And then I was thinking about mine. And then I wanted to talk to Nathan about his. And I was like, hold on. This is another podcast episode. So shouts out to Nicole. Thank you for the idea. Um, and that's where we are today. So we are going to be chatting about that. I'm going to take a break so I can... I'm so, my you not to clean your ears? You're thinking about yeah, I just ears. thought about it. I'm <laughs> so fucked up. I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm just itching to do something. And I might go pluck some hairs as well. <laughs> do you have any uh, pimples I could pop? Or Okay, hold on quickly on that note. Nathan will never, very rarely, <laughs> let me pluck fucking hairs or like, you know, a couple things. Everyone does this shit. But um, since the day when I was peacefully sleeping in on a Saturday morning and there was a long hair on my shoulder and you decided to wake me up and rip it out. I and ever since so... that, I have no confidence in you. I feel so bad. I regret doing that. It was not fair of me. For a second, I thought that it was a loose hair and I thought that I could just like, like, pull it off <laughs> i was like but it was attached to your skin so it reminds me of um what was it a few days ago when the blanket was <laughs> my face okay oh my god um yeah our new our new bed sheet bed spread whatever um comforter is like kind of like hard well, no, no it's hard. like stiff stiff <laughs> sure um what else is it um but <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even funny. So, <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking of all the other times that I've done weird shit to you or like checked up on you while you're sleeping. Mm. Oh, so uh, when was it? The middle of the night or? I, I rolled over and saw and saw Nathan like with the blanket like fully over his head, and I like. I think I kissed you on the shoulder to try yeah. to wake you up first, and then I moved the blanket off, and then I did something else to try to wake you up because I was like, mm, he might be dead, you know. When you're when you're half asleep and then you wake up, like that's my first thought, you know. If I if I couldn't be conscious of myself, I'd think I was dead too. So you know, just gotta double check. Have you ever done like checking someone's breath? I used to do that to Tyler, my little brother. If he would be Ty fucked if you'd called me Nathan then. No. <laughs> if you called him Nathan. <laughs> my little brother Nathan. <laughs> Stop it. No, my little brother would be like sleeping on the couch and I'd like go up and like check his fucking breathing. Like what kind of fucking weirdo? I don't know. Mm. Me just being concerned. I'm like, is his stomach moving? Be fucking, I'd shit my pants if you hovering over me going like this. <laughs> Put my finger under your nose. <laughs> the other day also, I went to bed a little later than Nathan and I saw that 
he had thrown off his pillow on the floor and he was like laying across the bed onto mine. And so when I got in bed, I had to, I had to get him scoot to scoot. I had to get him scoot. Um, I was go, hello baby. Hi. And then he scoots over and rolls over and he did that. And then I circled around and picked up the pillow and gave it to him. I was like, Hey, you dropped your pillow. He's like, what did you say? Uh, well, I put it there on purpose because my neck was hurt. Right. So you were like asleep and you're like, I put it there on purpose. And I was like, Oh, I was like, all right. It's fine. I'm trying to do something nice before bed. Oh, God, that was funny. Oh, okay, well, now we're going to take a break. I've got to... I lost my mind there for a second. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a moment. I was cleaning your ears. I didn't do it. Thank you. I overcame the urge. I, here's the thing. Again, I don't need to talk about this forever. Ears Just quickly. Thing. Ears the thing. Nice. Um, well, because I clean my ears so much, I can feel... You're going to call bullshit. I can feel the wax growing back. I can uh, feel yes. it. I can feel it itch inside my ear. And I hate that feeling. And that's what makes me go clean my ears again. Am I talking shit? Yeah, you're talking shit as, as if like ear wax grows like fungi. No, but I can feel it. I swear it tickles. Or maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe I'm imagining it. Anyway, don't keep talking to me about it because then I will have to go clean my ears <laughs> and I don't need to. Anyway, we're going to talk about jobs. Hey, guys. Um, so I'll just start off with mine if you don't mind. Do you wet the tip? <laughs> Stop it. No, 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 no. It's important <laughs> because my mum had to get her ears syringed because she did the same thing. And she used, I think she used a dry part of the earbud. Mm-hmm. No, I use and a dry. It, it, the flakes build up and Ugh. had effect on our hearing. Okay, if we have to talk about earwax, fine. <laughs> this whole podcast becomes earwax. Um, no, I do it dry, but anytime I get a checkup, they check in your ear. And the doctors have actually told me my ears are quite clean. So I must be doing it right, okay? I know. I don't know, my last checkup, probably last year. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, five years ago, what? I go back, it's just full of fluff. But um, I would love to get, like, you know, those, like, earwax extraction things where they, like, <laughs> so go in. Earwax. And, yeah, but whatever's in there, I don't know. Even if there's just a little bit or I don't, if there is fluff in there, now I'm going to be concerned about it. That's why I think it you could should be. wet the tip. Now that's gross. You're giving yourself a little... No, it's nice because if you put it under really hot water and then go underneath... Ooh, uh, sorry, no. That changes my textural experience and I'm not going not gonna <laughs> to deal with that. Okay. I have wondered why your hearing's so bad, so it could be... No. Well, yeah. My hearing is pretty bad sometimes. I just don't know if I just don't listen, or... I also listen to everything at really (laughs) high volumes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll turn something on, and Nathan's like, bit loud, don't you think? And I'm like, oh, is it? Oh, shit, sorry. Anyway, irrelevant. Yes. People, like, skim through this uh, podcast, waiting for, like, the first job. But like, I'm so in. triggered by, you know, discussions of earwax and they just keep bringing it up. Um, my first job, everybody, here we are. My first job, I was, I must have been 16, which I think was the first year, year that you could like legally Winter? work. Yeah, that was, that was my question. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> in California, where I grew up, um, I think you have to be 16 to get a job or, you know, you could maybe get hired at like 15, but like you wouldn't be able to work many hours. So most places just wouldn't want to hire you. Um, 
my first job i don't remember where i had applied but i was just trying to get that coin i was trying to save up money to get my car and get my license because my parents wanted me to pay for my behind the wheel lessons and all that so um when do you drive 16 16 yeah so i was already behind and i was pissed so um my sister actually got was it her first job she got hired at this produce store that was like right across the street from our house so um she got hired there and then she said that you know i was looking for a job and they're like oh bring your sister and like she's hired and i was like oh shit so then um i show up and yeah they didn't really even like interview me or anything they were just like okay so like this is how things go <sighs> let me set the scene for this place have i told you about this job uh you did yeah but okay um, uh, so yes, it's a produce store, like literally just sells like nice organic or whatever produce, always freezing cold in there, obviously. And then, um, always played classical music and like that might be fine while you're shopping, but when you work there, when you're working an eight hour shift madness. So, um, I got hired and like the, the manager was a big little, he was a short, <laughs> don't spit no spit takes on the podcast he's this he's this short older man what made you say big oh i was, was gonna say he was a big weirdo oh he was a big weirdo to me um i don't want to defame the man but uh he was weird from my experience and um yeah he just I hope he doesn't <sighs> listen to this podcast oh god if he listened to this podcast <laughs> he's still keeping up with me being the nicest guy and like i talk shit you know can you imagine heartbreaking um no he i just can't i don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be too mean to him, but it was just like, okay, so this is always the story I tell. I think I told this in a story time about jobs once, but he um, would go up to you and like talk about restocking the shelves and stuff, no matter how long it had been since you worked there. He'd go up and like grab my shoulder and like, you're way too close. And he'd look straight in your eyes and be like, Tiffany. Would you say, when you say way too close, was he way too close or he said to you, you're way too close? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he comes up to me and holds me uh, by the shoulder. In your head, you're thinking way too, too close. close. Way okay. too close, yes. And he held you. He, like... he grabs me and he's like, Tiffany, you're too close to me. What is this? <laughs> no, he'd go, grab shoulder, eye contact, sigh. Tiffany, let's check out the Adwala bars. And we'd walk over to one of the little shelves and he'd be like, you see how they're, you know, they're a little messy and disheveled right now. We're going to line them up. And, and I'm like, dude, I know how to fucking line up these fucking bars on a shelf. Why? Okay, sure. And then he'd take me to the next thing and be like, oh, look at these. Like you can turn the cans so that they face forward and it looks really nice. And I'm like, why are you still holding my fucking shoulder and looking at me like so directly this whole time? Just made me very uncomfortable. You know, classic shit. Part of that is also just being a young you know, teenage girl, especially, and just feeling really uncomfortable with, like, older male attention. I'm just like, please don't look at me. I don't like it. Like, How old was the guy, if you had to guess? Probably, like, mid-50s, at least. But, uh, yeah, not a fan. So then that job ended because, um, so yeah, my sister worked there, and then I don't know if she quit or if she was still there, but my sister graduated high school that year, and then um, I strolled in with my sister and my grandma, because she had just graduated and, and they had been like, let's go to... Sister, you, my sister and my grandma, Julie. Who just graduated. My sister graduated? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> she said, don't worry. She said, you said it. Okay. <laughs> said, my grandma graduated. Sure. <laughs> so they, they had said, hey, let's go. Let's go back to Arizona, which is where my grandma's from. And that's where, you know, we always spent a lot of time in the summers. I was like, oh no, but I have a job. So I, I walk in and I just tell them like, 
I think I just was honest and was like, hey, I'm going to Arizona for a couple days. Like, I'm on the schedule, but, like, I can't work, so sorry. And then they were like, uh, okay. And then I left, and then I came back whenever, and I checked the schedule, and I wasn't on it. And then I checked the next time, and I had no hours. And I was just like, huh. And after, like, a good month, probably, of not being scheduled for hours, I finally talked to them, and they're like, yeah, you're not going to get scheduled anymore. And I was like, Who did you talk to? I was like, this is bullshit. I don't know if it was one of the supervisors or something, but um, that was my first time being like, I guess, soft fired to where they like don't tell you like, hey, you're fired, but like they just won't schedule you ever again. I didn't know they could do that. I thought they had to just tell you. Wait, wait, back up, back up, back up. When you went to Arizona, how much notice did you give them? None. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you, all right. There's no sympathy. Well, no, 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 no. There's no sympathy. But I just, I just laugh at my naivete because I just didn't know. Like, I, I mean, I love I, the idea of you rocking up. I'm like, hey, boss, what's up? I'm fucking leaving for a couple of days, so just like deal with my shifts, basically. No, no like you're rocking up afterwards and just not seeing your name. It's so stupid. Every so, time I come in to check, they're like, why the fuck is she still coming in here? Absolute <laughs> idiot. Oh, I remember the outfit for that was like a a dark green polo and like some black jeans and like ugh. that that was when my polo obsession started though i was like i actually like a polo for a job which is convenient because that's most jobs fucking uniform but for some reason i was just like i'm 16 and i wear a polo and i tuck it into my jeans and that's my shit you know so you had that job for how long <sighs> maybe six months it was fun because i got to know first of all i got to know a lot of um Fruits Produce. and vegetables. <laughs> Literally, Nathan knows. Nathan knows I am tragic in terms of avoiding vegetables. But um, I had to learn all the produce, obviously, because you had to, you know, I worked as a cashier. Forgot to mention that. So um, I'd just be standing on my feet. You know, we got a lot of people come through who were like juicers, like, you know, fresh juice. So they'd come in, get all their fucking kale and shit. And we'd always just chat about like, which things juiced the best and like, yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Can you imagine me being really into that? <laughs> it's funny because I kind of, I kind of did get into juicing a little bit because I think my parents had a juicer. So like, I'd bring home the dankest produce. That's the most sixteen-year-old um, Californian thing I've ever said. But um, yeah. So what was your favorite juice? <sighs> you got me. Okay, I've never had juice in my life. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time. Apple and throw in a little spin it. Fuck no. I'm making this up. There's juicing and then there's smoothies. So whatever. Never mind. You could have just said like carrots and orange or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what I enjoyed. So <laughs> that would be a lie. <laughs> anyway, that was my first job. Let's pass it along to you. Um, so I can't remember if, I don't know if the legal age is 14 or I don't know if I'm making up bullshit, but I think I started work at 14, maybe 15. Mm. It was like as soon as I could work in the UK. So fact check me on that. I think it's 14. Could be 15. Not going to fact check you. No, We don't have a fact checker in the house. Yeah. But cool. Um, Commenters can fact check. Yeah. Uh, And I worked at a a garden center. And in the garden center was a restaurant. Mm -hmm. and what i just call it a restaurant is probably um a cafe a cafe but did like um lunches and stuff first of all can i just say like because i've i've gone to that place with you obviously now that we've gone to england have you um, Uh, have you yeah yeah 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been to the cafe <laughs> in the garden center. Um, the concept of that, like, I think the first time you guys mentioned, like, oh, we're going to like wherever and we're gonna get lunch. I was like, that does not fucking add up to me. Why? It's almost like the IKEA like food. Like in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why is there a whole ass, exactly. you know, cafe or restaurant? But it's pretty good, at least as, it's as I can of, recall. A lot of um, old people around the area hang out there and get their cream teas and cakes and coffees That's and teas. That's the cutest shit ever. Anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wow, the old people hanging out at the remember, garden cafe. My first day there was as, as a, um, a table clearer. So like when someone would finish, I'd clear the tables. A busboy? Yeah, it says what it says on the tin. Um, <laughs> and um, there was this, bless her heart, her name was Mary. She was probably in her late 80s at the time. And she was like the head of the the, the table clearers, Ooh. and um, I remember her like showing me the ropes and showing me around everywhere and like going snail space, and um, she was telling me a story in front of like customers and they're so immature. But you got to remember, I'm 14 years old at the time, 15 years old. She's talking about this like huge new extension that where this new restaurant was going to be. Mm-hmm. So she goes to continue on to tear but every time she would use the word like extension she'd use and there's this huge erection no that we're pushing onto there and i was just <sighs> and in front of customers as well because she's kind of telling me and the customers do you know yeah, yeah. and i'm there like a 14 year old 15 year old immature kid just with, with this 88 year olds talking about huge erections mm-hmm. and i just couldn't stop well i was just grinning <laughs> like a cheshire cat at the time <laughs> and then um I also that I sprained my foot on the first one because I, I there was a, a rogue stair, that, a step that I just kind of was like carrying pots and pans no. and I came down and I like bruised my entire side of my foot. But yeah, my first job was um, working in the garden center in a, in a cafe as a um, as a, a table clearer and like there's like ranks there. I remember like looking up towards the people of, of like the waiters and being like, I want to be a waiter. Ooh, like, I yeah. really want to be a waiter. Imagine bringing out the good food, not just seeing Bring the gross, and not you know, like clearing dishes. up the tables exactly, mm-hmm. and um, and interacting with the customers as well, rather than like just saying bye, <laughs> clearing <laughs> clear up the table and then wiping it down. Um, and I got friendly with one of the waiters. Well, he was a waiter, but he and still am friendly with him. Um, he he was a waiter, but then he also worked as a kitchen assistant. And this time in my life, I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do, but I did have a hobby in cooking. And I did quite like um, Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay and stuff. <laughs> so um, I had like, um, and I was doing food tech at school and I went to work experiences in like these Michelin star restaurants and stuff. And I remember like aspiring to be in the kitchen. And I was talking to him about it and he had a word with the head chef. And she said, oh, he, he likes to cook, does he? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a young guy, da, da, da. She got to know me. And I think within like the first, probably like five, six months of working that job, I moved from being a, a table clearer, which Mary, bless her heart, wasn't too happy about because I was like mm. her number one key You're player. You're ditching the team. Yeah. And I ditched the team. I moved up. She was a little sour about it for a few weeks, believe oh, it or not. Oh, no. That's she was. so sweet. But... um and she was so sweet and um yeah and i moved out to, as a waiter and then i started doing some kitchen stuff and then uh i moved over to being like a full-time sort of kitchen assistant chef sort of guy who like i went from prepping to doing salad bar to doing like fries and cooking fish and chips and and stuff like that sandwiches 
did sandwiches, did <laughs> grill, grilled uh, uh, paninis or panino. Oh, paninis. Panino is a singular. That's the plural? Yeah. Pani- wait, pan- panino. panino is singular? Yeah. God, that fucks me up. I know. Panini is... Multiple. Multiple. <laughs> the more you fucking know, know. dude. Fact check me. <laughs> <laughs> he was the kitchen assistant. He knows his shit. Oh, um, I would love if you corrected customers or something. <laughs> so you want one panino? <laughs> You're like, what? One panino or two panini? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I um, love that. And yeah, I worked there for like must have been like five or six years but you know five years and then toward the end when I was going to university and stuff I'd like come back on the holidays and I'd jump in and I had a really good relationship with all of the the upper staff and the people who owned um, the actual garden center as, as well so I was very lucky to be able to go jump in straight into a job all I had to do was just really because my brother worked there at the same time so my brother would let them know that I'm coming back home on this day for a month and they'd say yeah sure we could use the the, the hand but I went from that. I did some like making cakes and scones, and um, I feel like every time I'm on this podcast, I'm talking about scones. But and I jump on like at front making coffees and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, that that was my first job, and um, made a lot of really good friends there. I had met my first girlfriend there. Um, Please don't talk about her. <laughs> God. When I say first girlfriend, you know what? Like, there's a your, your, your school girlfriends, but then there's your real girlfriend. Me being jealous of whoever you dated when you were like yeah, 15. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who is she? What's she up to? But, she still hang around the garden center? Interesting. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was great. I worked there Saturday and Sunday, so and I worked Wednesday nights because we did Wednesday late night shopping. So, um, hold on. Wednesday late night shopping? Yeah. That sounds crazy. It was. That sounds like a wild experience. It is. It was. You're like, dude, are you working late night Wednesdays? Oh, my God. Once it was Christmas time and part of. Well, so me and my best friend at a time, he was the best friend who I was working with. His name was Callum. Shout out, Callum. Shout out. Yeah. (laughs) Callum, Uh, if you're listening. Yeah. He um, still is a good friend as well. It's just I haven't seen or or messaged him in a while. So, yeah. But um, he, him and I during the summer used to love it because we would be in the ice cream shack together. Ooh. (laughs) And we'd be making those Mr. Whippies (laughs) and scooping. What's a Mr. Whippy? It's it's, um, It's like a McFlurry thing. Okay. Mr. Whippies. Yeah, you and guys then you'd have your flake on shit. top, and then you'd have like the the soft scoop, yeah, like rum and raisin, chocolate, mint choc chip, strawberry. This cafe did it all. Yeah, well, this was yeah, this wasn't the cafe. This was the ice cream shack that oh, was sorry. it towards sorry. where the the plants and flowers were. <laughs> so whilst you're looking at plants and flowers, it got a little too hot for you. Stop by the oh, ice cream shack, and we can nice. cool you down. A lot of people would get some clotted cream on top of their vanilla ice cream and stuff like that, mm, which I know sounds <laughs> gross, but. And I'm like, yeah, I can imagine yeah. if I were different. Yeah. Well, that might be nice. Um, <laughs> my maths significantly improved. Ooh. What, just handling money? Handling money, and plus it wasn't one of those, like, fancy registers. Yeah. It was like, actually, you had to do the math, and that, that was always like, ugh. That truly, like, if I if you threw me on a register right now, boop, 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 I can do all that shit. I can touch a screen. Who cares? But literally just handling money and, like... And people always joke about it. Like, when you, you're counting out the change and then yeah. they give you, like, an extra fucking coin or dollar and you have to, like, figure out the math in your head. Could right. not. You could not even pay me to do that right now. I wouldn't be <laughs> able to do it. I'd get fired. But, um, 
we did that and then during the back to the late night shopping christmas time i had one night i had this day where i had to do the shift where i would be by the entrance in my like chef whites and like santa hat and like elf ears and stuff. oh my god <laughs> serving mince pies cute and like people were coming over like, hello merry christmas merry christmas all of my freaking friends walked in <laughs> on that one night i had to do that no and i just thought i wanted to I, right there just crumble into pieces because it was so embarrassing and then oh, they all were yeah. like yeah you, what you can imagine that um, was always the funniest thing is like friends were like oh we're gonna come visit you i'm like no please don't you don't need to and then they do and it's like you don't want to look like a clown in front of your fucking manager and right. you can't like sit and talk to them but then they're there and they're like watching you just do your ordinary fucking customer service shit and yeah. it's so embarrassing yeah. Oh, I remember that. That's good stuff. I was just like, guys, fuck off. Please, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> it's just way possible. Uh, thank you for the support. Yeah. Here's your mince pie. But what are they doing in the garden center? They only wanted to do like, I don't even know why they're there. Probably Christmas shopping for their families. But at one time I had to wear the elf hat and ears and stuff and serve mince pies. That's cute as shit. Fuck. That was embarrassing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my first job. That's a solid first job because you worked for yeah you got to you got to experience moving up trying different roles but right. also like staying in the same place for a long time that's rare yeah I was very lucky so what you were like nineteen by the time you mostly left yeah I think yeah I was there for a good five six years I'm gonna pull up my resume <laughs> uh, please let me see it um yeah yeah it was good yeah all right we'll take another break real quick and we'll be back with more jobs hooray so yeah what was your second job Ooh, we're getting right back into it thank you um yes yeah, so my second job after i was soft fired from uh the produce store what did i do when did i start that next job maybe in like january of the next year was i un unemployed that long Holy shit, I don't know. I wish I could pull up one of my old resumes. I mean, I could, but why would I? Um, just to know the dates and the details. So my next job was at the Habit Burger Grill. If you guys are from California, there's also one in Jersey that we've been to literally because I was craving it. And I was like, Nathan, can we please go to New Jersey sometime and get the fucking Habit? He had had it before because... It's not that bad. It's only like an hour away. I know, but that's pretty extreme to get a fucking like fast casual burger but um yeah the habit was newly built uh in the local shopping center right by my house so it was again like within walking distance of my place and i was like you know what cool um so i had applied there got hired as a cashier again i was like hello i'm building up a sick-ass resume of cashier experience and again a great set of polos for the fucking uh Uniform. uniform it was like they have like these like light kind of pastel like blues and greens right. <laughs> i was a real fan of it so okay let me tell you when i was looking for jobs obviously when you're young you're like not too picky because you can't really afford to be but my one thing was like i cannot wear a fucking hat at work <laughs> like i can't i cannot do it i refuse um i'm not a hat person i really can't do mm -hmm. it so i got hired there and like obviously you have to wear your hair up because it's a, a you know food place food but i was fine with that but no fucking hats i'm okay i get the polo you're supposed to wear a light blue fucking jeans i had these fucking looking back hideous jeans low rise light blue boot cut jeans tucked in with with my polo 
and with a nice uh, black belt and my black non-stick non non-stick shoes. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Non-slip shoes. So anyway, um, I got hired at this place, and oh my god, the food is so good, dude. They have their their regular burgers are good, and then they have a a veggie burger. They do what's called the Santa Barbara style. The first one is in Santa Barbara. I think we went to it. My brother goes to UC yeah. Santa Barbara, and the first one is right there um, yeah, by did. the campus. <laughs> Why am I a fucking habit historian? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> way too proud. Um, what so happened I, to your hair then in the end? I was just saying I had to wear it up. Oh, you I had just to remember. Wear it up. I just remember having like slicked back little buns and ponytails for that job. Oh, so you didn't have to wear a hat. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, some food places do make you wear a hat. Uh, and so, like, where, when I was applying, I literally would, like, look and be like, do I have to wear a hat? Mm, nope, can't apply. I'm not going to do it. Which is so stupid. But, yeah. I mean, you got to pick your pick your battles. And the battle I picked is I refuse to wear a hat, <laughs> even if you're paying me. It's stupid. Uh, so, yeah, I worked there. The food is really fucking good. Uh, Santa Barbara style, as I was saying, is sourdough, which is so good. And like avocado, so hello, <laughs> best burger ever. This job, you would get free meals every single shift you worked, and you could either eat it like within 20 minutes before your shift, or like you could take it after or have it on your lunch break. There were some days on my like fucking 10 minute break, I would try to eat an entire fucking meal. It's like a full burger and fries, uh, which was fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, why am I doing this to myself? I don't have to do this. They also have really fucking good shakes. Now that I'm vegan, obviously, I miss them so much. I mean, I'm sure it's just a regular fucking milkshake, but I miss it. I miss it all. Um, anyway, that's all I want to talk about is the uniform and the food. No, um, I also vividly remember. Okay. Oh, the job. <laughs> it was minimum wage. I was standing. I was a cashier. I pressed the button. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, this job had the fucking little vibrating, um, like yeah. number things. And I remember, you know, giving it to people and being like. Here, like this is your number. It'll your order will it'll vibrate when your order's ready. I forgot how the line went. Obviously, I didn't say it that <laughs> terribly every time. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm like, so this is a just like roll a little, your eyes. It's a little vibrating thing. And anyway, uh, I just remember I would hand it to people, and it would always be older men. I would hand it to them, and I'd be like, oh, oh, well, no. this will light up and vibrate when your order's ready. And they're like, ooh, like that's nice, or like some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like I'm 16. You're at a fucking fast food place. What is wrong with you? <sighs> so many experiences. Um, I do, I do, I do miss like cashier jobs because I think it's kind of fun. Like you get in the zone and you're just like boop boop boop, like hello, like <laughs> boop. I say that as I'm typing it. Um, <laughs> Nathan knows that I actually do do that all the yeah. time. Every time we get outside the car, I go beep boop, beep, boop. and that's my reminder to him to lock the car. Um, so anyway, I like the social interaction. I like, um, I like also that it's limited social interaction. So it's just like, hi, how are you? What can I get for you? Do you want it Santa Barbara style? Do you want, you know, fucking fries? I would be better than that. I, I was good at customer service. Well, you like service. the movie. Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> Home, of, Home the good of the Good Burger. burger. Can I take, can your, I take order, your order, please? Um, here, let me get, okay, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> if you dare me. Okay. Okay, so you're walking up. I'm walking up. Hi, welcome to The Habit. What can I get for you? Uh, I'm going to do one of those uh, sourdough... Actually, what do you recommend? Oh, I would recommend... Uh, do you like a burger or more of a sandwich? Um, I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go with a sandwich, I think. 
Oh, we do have a uh, we have a pastrami. We have a grilled chicken sandwich. Um, there were a few other ones that I can't remember at this time. But I really liked the veggie burger. But can I get that with sourdough? Oh yes, of course, and that comes with mayo, mayo lettuce. Fuck, fuck, fuck! I'm so <laughs> mad I haven't practiced this. That comes with mayo, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and grilled onions. Sounds good. All right. Uh, would you like to add cheese? Um, we have cheddar, yeah. American, uh, Gouda. I'm, I'm gonna do. Um, Might not have Gouda. Yeah, I'm Might gonna do some. Up. I'm gonna do some. Uh, can, can you repeat those options? Cheddar, American, uh, Gouda. What's the difference between cheddar and American? Um, cheddar's better and Americans plastic that sounds good I'd say <laughs> which of those sounds appealing to you so then at the end then you repeat their whole order back to them and people are so fucking annoying during this because they don't want to listen to it and every time somebody has a big ass order with a bunch of modifications I'd be like so you got the you know double char with a fucking no tomato <laughs> and you've got small fries and then you have a chocolate milkshake and they're like yeah 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 and I'm like and then you have this and that. Is that all right? And those are always the people who won't listen to you. And then they'll come back and be like, oh, you got this wrong. And I'm like, no, first of all, that's how you said it to me. And also you didn't fucking ask and you didn't listen to me. But yes, the customer's always right. <laughs> and so anyway, it was a fun time. I liked, I liked being the cashier. But again, like the actual dealing with coins, difficult, slightly. Just because I, I get so in my head as I'm like grabbing the pennies and the nickels. Those registers were pretty, they did the math They did the math for you, but even just grabbing the coins is stressful because people are watching you and you've got to fucking, it takes too long. I think I just got too in my head about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the last thing I remember at the, about this job was um, the playlist that they were always playing was like such classical. a specific no not classical <laughs> the music has a big impact on your experience at a job in my uh, experience so this one was like kind of top 40 I remember um, fuck what's that Lil Wayne song that's like <laughs> so stupid I specifically remember because sometimes I'd have to clean the bathrooms and like that was my time to like listen to the music it was like a lot of like Beyonce Shakira and like what's that song I survive I, I bring the fire Peggy come oh, alive um, <laughs> what the saints forgot uh, let, it rock. let it fucking rock that song was on the fucking playlist and i remember it to this day but anyway that that job was pretty pretty nice i mean i didn't i didn't really work to advance to anything um because soon after that i think i worked there maybe for like five months and then i had my on my next job which i will tell you about but when i got hired for that next job which i was really excited about i brought in my best friend mckenna because I knew she was looking for a job and I was like, hey, if I'm leaving, like maybe they'll just like let you like take my job. So she got hired and for a couple of days we got to work together and it was really fun because we would like both get in our fucking uniforms and we'd go to the habit and be like, hey, oh, you're filling up the mayo? <laughs> That's fun. The straws are over there. Like, hmm, let's refill the napkins. <sighs> and then then I left for my next job. But yeah, that was a good one. I miss it. I mean, the food, <sighs> getting free food and getting discounts when you're not working there is like one of the best parts. What shifts are you working? Um, probably like my my typical shifts when I was in high school would be like four or five to like nine, nine thirty, maybe ten. A little later on the weekends, maybe. One thing is closing at that fucking place was terrible. I was not a fan. Hmm. It just takes so long, and like I felt like I was useless because like I was new enough to where I didn't know everything, so I felt like I was more of like a drag. 
because mm-hmm. I like wasn't I always had to ask a million questions about how to do everything. So like yeah, I think I only had a, sh- a, sh- a closing shift uh, a couple times. But, yeah, what about your next job? Um, uh, oh god, what was my next job? Oh yeah, um, so this was I took like a kind of like a gap year, but I I did like a, a foundation diploma because I I didn't quite feel ready for university yet. What is a foundation diploma? It's like kind of like a foundation degree, if that makes sense. Like a, um, an extra degree on top of your uh, A levels that that prep you for your degree. If that makes sense. That okay. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's Bye. just like a. This is yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I did a foundation degree, and um, during that year, I worked at a seafood restaurant that was uh, in my hometown. And yeah, only like ten minutes away from the house. Does are you sure not? I don't know. I don't know if I've been there or if we drove up. We probably drove this, by. This was more of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I applied to be a waiter, and I remember having like the interview with the guy, and like we went for a walk along the beach, and like I think you it was went kind of... for a walk along the beach yeah, as yeah, your yeah. interview. Yeah, and like we That's sat romantic. on the seafront, and he said to me, he goes like, Do you, uh, asking about my waiting experience. I told him about the waiting experience I had, and then um, I just got this feeling that, and I don't want to like, I don't know if this is true, but I got this feeling I wasn't good looking enough for the. Oh the my waiting god! Job. I'm busy. Some of the yeah, some of those upscale restaurants, absolutely. You've I was like, be, I had a gap you know. in my teeth. I was like a dorky looking kid. Uh, you probably weren't very confident around that time. Yeah, when I, I was quite like, I didn't have uh, my brace. I was going through the braces stage as well, so maybe I looked oh. like. Yeah, I probably look more like Sid from Toy Story, you know. Stop it! No. And um, that's so mean. How did you get that vibe? Or did you walk in there and everyone's super hot and you were like, "Well, no, that was the thing. Like that. That's why I went on to find out." Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. And then he asked about like my other experience, like whether like I'd wash dishes and all that sort of stuff. Oh no! I I I told him that. I said yeah, I've done that, and I also told him that I cook. Right. And I told him about like frying, prepping, this, that, the other salad bar. And that piqued his interest. So he was like, oh, tell me more about that. I told him more about that. And then he um, called me up that day and said, come in tonight and um, work in the kitchen. Yeah. And like, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And this time I like kind of was going in the media direction. So mm. chefing was kind of like not a thing that I really wanted to do. Side so note though, why did you want to be a server? Does that pay better? No, it's the or job it's they just... advertised. Oh, okay. Because some people, usually like here in the US, people want to be a server because like sometimes with tips, it can be pretty no, high paying. No, in but... the UK, well, this particular restaurant, they um, split the tips with everyone, like the, the back of the kitchen, the, the right. pot wash. All well, the you guys don't have the same like tip culture as us. Right. They do split them here also, but the difference is like your hourly wage is like nothing here. Right. So yeah, anyway, right. interesting. Um, they, they don't split it in the kitchen and thing because they don't. Um, here? Yeah. They don't. Not in mm, New York. You're right. Maybe not in the kitchen, but they do split if there's like bar staff. Bar staff they do. Right. Then even then they don't because apparently bar staff, they get the, the, the dollar on the, the bar, what they make oh. from that. Well, I guess it depends. All of my information about waitressing or serving just comes from McKenna because she's worked at, in a lot of restaurants, but that's like right. in LA and like very specific environments. Right. It could be different state state. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so... That night, I walked in there, and I was making pizzas, and I was next to this chef, and he was showing me how to make pizzas, 
and that felt like a Gordon Ramsay environment. Like really, yes, like yeah. effing and blinding, like budging out of the way. Like this kitchen was probably no bigger than the size of this like living room here. Right, and that probably even smaller. It's so tight. It's so oh. hot. Like, and like you're cooking. It's just ridiculous. You're burning your hands constantly. Um, if I, I I would say that outside of like services and stuff like that. Um, you know, hospitals, doctors, etc., etc. Chefing has to be one of the most stressful jobs in the world. Yeah, like to have like communication, precision, like working in that sort of environment. Yeah, like getting things out on time. Like, oh my god, like it was just terrible. But like, I worked that job for a few. How long did I work? A job, uh, maybe a year or two. Yeah. Because um, I remember we, you've mentioned vaguely like the intensity of kitchen environments, and for a second I thought that your garden cafe job was the only kitchen and i was like oh that's probably nice and relaxed maybe not as intense but that was intense that was the garden cafe yeah because yeah. you got like 500 like a sunday a big thing in the uk is like a sunday roast dinner on sundays we would do roast dinners and our roast dinners were banging like they were really really good and everybody in town is there not not everyone but like a lot of the you know a lot of older people and um it's packed right from and then from like 12 o'clock from three o'clock from 12 to three it's just mayhem Mm -hmm. and um but this was like i started working split shifts in the actual restaurant where i'd come in at 10 o'clock in the morning work or actually no eight o'clock in the morning work the breakfast then you'd work the um lunch and then you'd leave at like one o'clock two o'clock come back at four five o'clock and then you work the 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 night till 10 Mm -hmm. and i did a lot of those those were like they, they kill you yeah often i would go from the lunch shift and i'd go to the swimming pool and i'd go for a swim just to like sounds disgusting but you feel like greasy and disgusting. <laughs> so you want to put the grease in the swimming pool well i'd shower before i get in <laughs> and then um i go for a swim feel refreshed and then i go back and um well sometimes i went home and just slept for like yeah. a few hours yeah um that was killer that was a killer that was probably that is a i, I a hell of a like experience working in the kitchen i would be so shitty oh. i i am so glad You're i've so never cack-handed and everything. <laughs> oh i'm t- i fucking i wish i could explain it uh but like i really can't like when i say things fly out of my hand they fucking do and like just the the way i try to hold things or like do th- like when nathan watches me try to like cut something as simple as a fucking onion it's embarrassing because i just i don't know if it's like if I, well, I don't have the skills and the practice, but I also don't have great reflexes or hand-eye coordination. So, so asking you to make curry oh, the other day and you were like... That was so funny. Jesus. It's a, I have my go-to meals that I can handle, but I'm bad with time management in the right. kitchen. I get really scared that like, oh, that's fucking ready and now that's not ready and something's burning. So yeah, Nathan was like, oh, can you make a curry? Like, you know, chop up a sweet potato and make the rice in the rice cooker and then just you know fry it up in the skillet and add the fucking onions and shit and that is not a difficult thing but for some reason the combination of everything i was like oh this timing and when am i i was also trying to play pokemon at the same time <laughs> fucking idiot i'm like oh yeah by the way i i'm always you gotta distracted. Catch them all. and by the way i have to catch them all <laughs> even right now so yeah the, the curry ended up nice would you no, say it did, it did. thank you but that that's the difference between you and i and i'm not trying to blow my own trumpet <laughs> no is the it, other day i was cooking lunch and dinner at the same time and you came all right show it, off but no 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 i'm not trying to show off but i'm saying the kitchen working in the kitchen forces you to like think like two yeah. steps ahead yeah. constantly 
and time and everything. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at that. And yeah, Nathan's been doing some meal prepping and stuff uh, for himself. So yeah, you've been you've been cooking a lot. And usually, usually if I'm working on a video or something late, if I have a deadline, I'm like, Nathan, I'm, I'm working. Like, do you want to make dinner? And you're always very sweet because, because you don't make me feel bad about it. But then on the nights where I'm not doing anything, I'm like, I guess I should make dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you've made it like four days in a row. So I'll step up. I'll, I'll throw something in the oven. That's good. I, it literally took me. Like the full time you were in the bath to cut that sweet potato the other day, it was hard. I had to like I was. We have these new knives that are like intense, and I get scared that I'm somehow gonna fucking cut my finger or stab myself. Touch wood. Anyway, (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) It's just gonna be so unpleasant for their ears. You like knocking the wood. Oh, for the mic. Sorry. Well, I can hear it, so it's not too bad. Um, Is that all you want to say about that job? Yeah, I mean that was another one where it just taught me a lot, and I yeah I had a. A good time. I didn't make many friends, but I was gonna say because I think like the coworkers definitely make or break the job in terms of like how much you can like enjoy it. Because like it can be shitty work or it can be like hard work, but I think if you have some nice people around or if you have bad people, like if you if you have coworkers that like hate you or you don't get along with, like that can fuck up everything. So I actually did have one friend who in the first job at the garden center, I made friends with uh, a guy there. And the second job, his younger brother worked there, and I made friends with him there. So it was like weird because, like, Dylan was like, I don't. Well, it's just weird because Dylan was like, "You're now friends with my younger brother, Aiden." I was like, "Yeah." Right. But um, yeah, the sh- the chef was the chef tried getting me for because he moved on. He tried getting me to work in his restaurant. We had actually a good relationship there, chef and I. Mm-hmm. It's like he would treat it like a war, and like <laughs> in, in like every service, he'd be like calling that war like uh, like uh like it's a battle. hold the line oh and like God. all these like cringy ass things and like, was it like for comedy or like really just try to like pump yourself up because you like pump yourself up. yeah it's like it gets it does get intense but like yeah and you get numb to like them shouting at you and stuff like that and then you kind of like shout back and then <laughs> you give it back and, little, and at the end of the day it's like 10 o'clock you're all sat outside on like the thing with a beer and like no hard feelings you're talking about like the next right day um, yeah That's wild. All right, I'll move on to my next one. Thank you very much. Um, Okay, so my next one was a job that... I was just telling Nathan about this the other day. Um, It was a job at a birthday party place. Again, if you've watched my videos since I was... I think I was 17 when I got that job. So if you've been around for a long time, you've probably heard or seen my fucking polo pictures. Another place with a polo, thank God. Um, This job, it was a kid's birthday party place like a blow up, like indoor slides and stuff. Um, I had gone there one time as a kid. I think I was in like seventh grade when um, one of my friends had a birthday party there. And like, that was pretty old <laughs> for that place. But it was like, like the other people had been like, oh, we used to go here when we were younger. So like, that was my first time there. But it was like a throwback for other people. I remember going there and in the little birthday party, like dining area, seeing another girl in our grades sister working there and I was like oh that's so cool I was like this job seems really cool like that'd be cool to work here and then yeah I ended up applying um when I was I think I had first applied when I was like 16 like for my very first job but I don't know if I got an interview or anything because like I didn't have any experience so that's why when I had gotten my second job I applied again I feel like I applied to them at the same time but like got hired for the habit and then I got the call for what 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 can we call this place um 
You're not allowed to say the name? Let's call it Party Town. You're not allowed to say it? <laughs> I mean, I could, but it, it only has a few locations. Yeah. So I feel like... And I also don't want to... You know, you never know. I, the Habit, I can say, because there's, you know, a pretty good amount of locations. Anyway, Party Town. <laughs> so uh, I had gotten a call to go to that place, and then I think I had a group interview, which was, like, with one of my friends from school... And then one person who also got hired at the same time as me. Group interviews are fucking terrible. I'm not a fan. It's so weird. You're sitting around the room like, tell us about yourself. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, so I had applied to this place because I like, I hadn't mentioned this, but I, I had done like some babysitting. But I, I don't know like when I started babysitting as a job. Probably around 16-ish. I feel like before then, like, again, nobody would want to hire you. And it's not like my friend's. Or, like, my parents didn't have any, like, friends with kids. A lot of people say, like, babysitting's their first job. But, um, I mean, I used to watch my brother or, like, hang out with him. <laughs> Is that babysitting? <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. my parents have always worked from home. So, like, it's not like, like, other people are like, oh, like, you know, I, I was the older sibling. I'd watch the kids. But my parents were always home. They never went anywhere. So, anyway, uh, I had worked with kids and I just wanted to have a, a fun job. So I got hired with the, uh, the other guy who was in the group interview with me and like the training process for this was so intense because like you had to learn there's like the party arena area, which is like the main place with all the blow up slides and like bounce house type of shit. And then, um, you just have to learn like how the parties run and like what you're supposed to do and like the rules and what are you doing? In the bounce house. You're not, like, on the bounce machine. Oh, you're in it. You're in there, yeah. So, like, if you have, like, the birthday party come in, you help them check in at the front, and, like, you check in all the presents, and you make sure they're, like, labeled and stickered and stuff, and you save those for later. And then the kids come and sit in, the like, the little front playroom, and you have to, like, (laughs) I'm going to present it. So, like, all the kids come in, and I say, oh, all right, everybody, we're going to take a seat. We've got to go over the safety rules. And, like... You go and like point at the little posters and say like, okay, on the slide we go one at a time, like no, no jumping, like you. Um, this you just know. doesn't seem like something you enjoy. No flips. <laughs> no, I was really good at it. Excuse me. I know because you've seen me at camp and those <laughs> those vibes are different, but um, I had fun with it, especially the younger kids, because I like like my favorite age is like toddlers to like five or six. Were you like goofy or like yeah, energetic? like I'd be, I'd be. Were you energetic? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, you've never seen me energetic. Well, the, it's true, though. Uh, okay, fine. Give, give the intro like you would give the intro. All right. I'm trying to not scream in the microphone. It's so cringy. Can you... And can, can you do, like, the actions as well? <laughs> <laughs> okay, imagine you're sitting on the floor like a, a four-year-old. <clears throat> I'm embarrassed. No, I'm so embarrassed. No. Oh, okay. All right, everybody, if you could just take a seat. Parents, too. All right, we're going to go over the safety rules. It's so cringy. I'm dying. <laughs> Is that the smile as well? <laughs> Pain in the eyes. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody, quiet down, please. I don't think I used that tone of voice, but I'm using it now because I'm remembering it. Like, customer service tone. Uh, how, um, how do we know your name? Oh, okay. <sighs> Fine. I'm Tiffany. I'm going to be the party person for you today. I don't remember what they called us. Uh, I'm going to be leading the party today. Sure, whatever. Hi, guys. I'm (laughs) Tiffany. Everybody take a seat. Okay, so we have our first thing in there. Uh, We've got our big slide. All right, everybody's got to go one at a time. We have little mats that you can go down if you want. Make sure no flips, no surfing, 
So you can't try to go down on your feet because you're going to fall on your face and you're going to get hurt, okay? Then we've got the bounce house. You guys can jump around in there. Um, we have these little, like, fucking fighting tool things, uh-huh. jousting. Um, basically explain, like, don't beat each other up, even though they always did. Um, yeah, I never get those sorts of things. It's like, uh, don't aim for the head. I'm like, this is a gladiator jousting. I know, I'm like, we're going to beat each other's asses. I'm going to friend off this freaking podium. <laughs> I have to hit him in the yeah. face. Um, anyway, I just tell all the all the shit, and I don't really know what the, what the other rules could have been cool. because Did you there's have, not like, really a lot to the it. End? Have a fun time here in Pie Town. No. Um, no, no, I don't think so. That's funny. So then we'd go in there and, like, so mostly I would like watch the kids. I would let them start going and then you would lead some games. So I'd get on the little uh, microphone and be like, all right, everybody, we're going to get together and play hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids would come. Sometimes it would flop and none of the kids would be interesting right after I just made that fucking announcement. I just said interesting. The kids were also not interesting, but they were not interested. Um, so then sometimes we would play tag and shit and like i would just try to you know let the party go so that was one part you did could you be... ever have kids like shit themselves or like pee in the, <sighs> the slide thank you great question yes um i don't know if anybody shit themselves near me but we definitely had puke and that's funny because nicole on the other podcast her and her friend were talking about at one of their jobs like they said somebody puked somewhere and like you always had to like bring out a whole fucking hazmat suit basically and like mm. clean it with shit i remember when kids would puke, because they're bouncing around, they've been eating snacks and shit, they would puke somewhere, and, like, some mom would come up to me and be like, oh, hey, I think there's something in the bounce house. And I'd go and check and be like, oh, good. Oh, yum, <laughs> chunks. And so I think I'd have to, like, tell my manager, and then either I'd have to clean it or somebody else would. But and you'd um, be in a hazmat suit. No, no, we didn't uh, have a suit. I was like, no, we didn't. And, like, we would just... I think they also said... Could be, like, the... the what do you call it? Novel virus? Where, like... Well, yeah, Nicole had said uh, that if whoever cleaned up the puke would be able to go home after like that would be the end of their day i would just clean puke and i'd fucking keep working i'm like wow that's a ripoff so anyway uh yeah we'd have to clean up some puke and uh that's really nice i mean we had like disinfectant and stuff and we'd try to get it all as clean as you could in that time but it's in the middle of a fucking party and then in the meantime you've got kids like hey hey hey, can we play hide and seek again and i'm like oh i'm busy please don't step in the puke Mm. um yeah that was fun that was not my favorite part of the job did you ever snap at a kid (sighs) oh no that's so embarrassing yes i did um sometimes we would have older parties like i was talking about i went there when i was like 13 and we must have been kind of annoying but at least we were like a party of girls we probably weren't that bad I had many parties with teenagers, especially after I had worked there longer. Um, this would be my Friday night, which was probably the only downside of this job was like Friday nights, Saturday nights, like the weekend was obviously peak time, even though I did work some events during the week. Um, imagine being like a 17 year old girl supervising a bunch of 13 year old boys, like mm. 40, 13 year old boys. I had one time where the I think I was pretty new to the job. <laughs> This is like a late night party. I was pissed. I was tired, whatever. They come in and I'm in the arena with them. And like they start picking up. There are these like big, heavy, like, but soft, like benches. They were taking the benches up the fucking blow up slide and like throwing them down and throwing them at each other and tumbling down like 10 fucking dudes at a time. And I was just like, 
Of course, at those parties, there's only, like, one parent, and the parent, like, leaves the room and just doesn't give a fuck at all. And um, they're like, well, it's your job. See you later. And so I, like, went out to the front and talked to my manager. I was like, help me. Like, they're being crazy. I don't know how to control them. She's like, oh, just keep, like, you know, announcing the rules or whatever. (laughs) So I get on the, I get on the, I get on the speaker, and I'm like, just a reminder, you guys are not allowed to be, like, <laughs> flipping down the slide or, like, please don't carry the benches up the slide, obviously. I just look like an idiot. Then I walk away to talk to my manager again, and over the loudspeaker, the kids picked up the fucking uh. speaker, and they start yelling penis across the whole fucking thing. Luckily, they were the only party left in the building, but me and my manager just listened, and we're like, oh, well, that's nice. I, it was only, well, they were was, probably... Was the snapping part? Was that the snapping part? <sighs> no, I think I snapped at them. I think no. I went back in there and I was... <laughs> You're gonna know shit! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to, like, repeat it because it's embarrassing, like, how angry I was. But, like, I was getting mad. And, like, that's just embarrassing. Like, when you lose your cool in a job like this, like, then the kids know they've got you. And yeah. it's, like, so embarrassing. <laughs> so, I was probably, like, I think I closed the slide. I think that was one of the, the things I could do. How did you close the slide? You literally... It's like... <laughs> no, no, no. You literally can deflate it. Oh. So I, like, fucking turned it off and said, like, you can't be on the slide anymore. And so they were probably pretty pissed and they had to go play on some other shit. But, um, yeah, that was probably the worst, like, 45 minutes to an hour ever. So that, that, that was one part of the job. And that's, like, where I started when I was new. But then there's also the second part of the party where you go into the little separate dining room and the staff in there, like, sets up all the decorations, and they set up all the food, and, like, they serve you, you know, food. Um, and so I started to want to do that more because, like, it's so much easier. Like, it's actually very relaxing. You'd come in, and they'd be like, okay, like, here's the stuff for your party. They have, like, 25 balloons, so you'd go to the balloon room and, like, pick out all the balloons that match whatever colors, and you'd blow up the balloons and tie them. Very relaxing work. (laughs) And so then you'd go into the dining room, and then the funny thing is you'd go into the dining room, and it would be, like, a shift change with the last party. So you'd have the last, like, other coworker in there, like, cleaning up. And sometimes it was a fucking disaster. Like, the floor is sticky. Like, no matter what you do, you're trying to mop and it's just sticky forever. Um, But, yeah, ideally, you'd be able to get it cleaned up and then, you know, it would be fine. And so um, I liked it because then you're, like, you, you get to be alone for, like, 45 minutes setting up for the party. Except when the mom keeps coming in the room and she's like, hey, how are things going? Like, did you put out the veggie tray? It's like, yes, of course. Your broccoli tray from Costco. The kids are going to love it. Um, there was, like, there was like very <laughs> typical, like, party shit. Like, yes, this one veggie tray of, like, you know, broccoli, carrots, and right. fucking ranch. It's like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. But anyway, like big bowls of chips. And then, of course, we, we had pizza. Um, so What sort of music's going on at this point? Ooh, they, they had some bangers at this <laughs> place. Okay, of course they did. One thing that they had was a lot of fucking Bob Marley, which oh. is hilarious because I just think of like the owners and like their son and like whatever. So yeah, we had way too much Bob Marley for a children's birthday party place, and it was just always like one love. It could be love. Penis. <laughs> and then you know we had other like kind of beachy like pop or like beachy fun kids songs. Sometimes the kids you know would have like a Frozen themed party. I worked at this place during the peak of Frozen. Oh good. Can you imagine? You don't know how many times Anna and Elsa, Anna and Elsa, whatever their fucking names are. The characters would be hired to come in and, like, perform for these parties. Because this is in Orange County, California. Like, a lot of these parents are pretty bougie. So, like, 
sometimes they'd pay for like characters, like a fucking face painter plus like us and the whole thing. So anyway, and sometimes they would bring so many decorations that it was physically like not possible to set up in that amount of time. Like, cause like we tell them when they're booking the party, like, Hey, like the staff is only going to have like 30, 40 minutes to set up and they'll bring so much shit. And then they're like so meticulous about how they want it set up. And I'm like, Hey mom, if you're not helping me and if you don't have a team of like your sister and your friend who are going to help me, like, this is not going to happen. So anyway, really fun. Um, but they were like the standard people. If you brought your veggie tray, your chips, you got your pizza, you've got table covers, you've got some balloons, I've got you. It's going to be great. It's going to be a chill party. Then I'm going to serve pizza. Um, yeah, then the kids come in. I pour all their little drinks. We had the dankest strawberry lemonade, uh, which was my favorite. And then, yeah, the little pizzas. I have one horror story that I've told in another video, a story time. <sighs> I had one time where I was working in the dining room and this party comes in and I start to hand out the pizza and I think I started with cheese. Cause like I learned kids prefer cheese usually like up to an, a certain age. These are the things you learn, the nuances of working at a, a party town or whatever. And so I'm handing out the pizza and this fucking grandma comes up to me and starts yelling at me in the dining room in front of everyone. And she's like, what are you doing? You're forcing the kids. You have to give them the choice. Like what if they want pepperoni? I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to start with cheese and then I'll do pepperoni after. And she's like, no, you're forcing them. And now they're going to have the wrong thing. She's just straight up yelling in my face. And I'm like standing there with pizza in hand and like my little fucking gloves on. Like, and the kids are like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, I'm being yelled at. So she kept fucking yelling at me until I um, started tearing up. And then I had to go. Um, my manager came in because she went and like told the manager on me or whatever. And my manager comes in. She's like, Tiff, just like go out. And then I went and I fucking cried in the bathroom because she fucking got me, you know? Why did you cry? You just didn't have the volume? What? She was just fucking, she was being mean to me and it was overwhelming. There was no way for me to fucking win. I was, I think at some point I was like, okay, I'll do pepperoni. And then she was still fucking yelling and bitching at me in front of everyone. And I was just like, dude, like, first of all, you're ruining your fucking grandchild's party. And also I am not like, okay with being yelled at. And yeah. also, yes, I'm sensitive. So like, you know, I cry at anything, any emotional trigger. So like, if you're yelling in my face, yeah, I'm gonna fucking tear up. No, no, I mean, I was wondering what, uh, <laughs> I didn't know if it was just the yelling if she said something like, like. No, she, she, like, she was probably so like, mean to me. I think she called me stupid or some shit and just, you know, I don't remember the details, but I do remember being horrified. And um, so my manager took over the party for the remainder of it. And like, after I was just like, that was horrible. She's like, I'm sorry. Like sometimes, you know, we have some people like that and like, there's nothing you can do. It's just them being, you know, how they are. <sighs> but that was fun. I, I, I do love that job because I worked there from what, 17 to 20, I think. So like three years. And that job was great because it paid a lot more. It paid like the regular minimum wage plus tips for every party. Mm -hmm. So like the average party, two staff people would be working it and you'd be paid like 20 bucks average, sometimes up to like 50 or even like a fucking hundred if you're really, you know, lucky with a, a rich party. Um, but yeah, that job was the one that made me earn enough money to buy my first car and pay for all the repairs for when I fucking fucked up my first car. And um, yeah, I worked there all through my gap year after high school as well. And then I had to leave when I was going to New Orleans. But um, yeah, I loved it. And that was like, that was a fun one because I had a lot of great coworkers there. 
And like, it was just fun because you'd all meet up in the kitchen because that's like the center place that connects all the parties. And like, we'd sit and we'd be like having some fucking pink lemonade. And then like, sometimes there was stuffed pizza so we could sit in there and have some snacks. Sometimes we would eat the fucking leftover snacks, which is gross. Mm. But like, <laughs> if the party like left, I mean, they would leave like a whole fucking half of a sheet cake from Costco. I miss cutting the cakes, by the way. But anyway, uh, or they'd have like extra chips and shit and we would just eat them because we're like, fuck it, you know what, I'm hungry and this is free and I hope no kids touched it. Or mostly kids didn't touch it because like the staff would hand it out, but right. maybe the parents touched it. Whatever. These were pre-COVID times. We I did not give say, a fuck. Yeah. And um, yeah, the pizza was really good. Sometimes we would end up with like a bunch of extra pizzas at the end of the night and I'd bring home like three pizzas to my family and be like brothers eat the pizza <laughs> and i bet they were so much more happy with that than the juice oh yeah yeah i'm like hey guys i picked up some celery and apples <laughs> i'm like hey guys we got fucking party town pizzas bitch sometimes like balloons like why would i want balloons i don't know i'll take them sure ah, that was a fun job but yeah i miss the coworkers. that was like the last time that i had a job where like the coworkers were people i got pretty close to and like we'd hang out outside of work and like you know, you just have an intense bond because everything's so, like, it's, like, stressful but fun but, like, fucked up and <laughs> right. overall a really great job. But, uh, yeah, there were some times where we were all at the end of our rope just, like... It's crazy when you think of work people. It's, like, you spend more probably more time with them than you do your own family. Right, yeah. Your friends. Exactly. I miss that. I miss it. It's been lonely, like, working, you know. I did have... I had a couple more jobs after this, but obviously I can't go into detail because it's been a long time. Do you have your next job? Oh, wait. Side note. So, again, history repeats itself. When I was nearing the end of this job, my friend McKenna gets hired at this place, and for a few glorious months, we both worked there together. Oh. And again, I was like, this is fucking great, but why haven't we worked together the whole time? She actually ended up loving the habit, and she got trained a little bit for some kitchen stuff as well. And so, like, she got really close with, like, the whole habit staff, um, and, like, I just didn't really... I never got to meet everyone, so, like, she was, like, hanging out with the kitchen people and hanging out in the front, and, like, all the managers and supervisors loved her, and I was like, wow, I feel, I feel unloved, but it's, I don't need to be self-conscious about it. <laughs> so, anyway, when she got hired at, um, at Party Town, that was really fun, because then we would cross paths, and I'd be like, wow, so great to see your bestie, like, at work, where you're just like, look at us, just having a great old time. Wait, let me say, the worst part about that job probably were the, the summers, because, um, oh. In the summer, we would have all the camps come. All the YMCA's, wow. like, like they would just, you know, it'd be like 80 kids running through both of the party rooms. And, like, it was just so boring because for, like, hours and hours, you're just watching kids. And, like, you don't play with them the same way. Like, you don't lead any games, really, during the, like, open play or the um, right. camps. So it would just be endless, fucking boring ass watching kids jump around. And then the next camp would come in and it would just be, like, cursed. <laughs> When I was doing my um, my gap year, because I was one of the only people who wasn't in school, um, I ended up doing toddler time, which, hello, is there anything better than that? We had a party room that was dedicated to, like, younger kids, and that was my favorite, too. I would work those parties a lot. But um, fucking toddler time was, like, like, 10 to 11 in the morning. And, like, it would just be a bunch of toddlers going on the slide. And, like, I'd go on the slide with them, and we'd go down together, and their parents would be like, oh, thank you, can you go up again with them? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, like, 
I don't have the energy for, like, the main big kids room, but, like, with the fucking toddlers, I'm like, oh, my God, like, hold their hands, like, walk over here, and sometimes there was only, like, you know, like, five kids in there at once, so it'd just be, like, a very chill morning, and I'd just hang out with my, my regular toddlers, and I'd see their, you know, either their parents or their grandparents or their nannies sometimes, but, whew, what a time. What a time. <sighs> what a time. What a time. I'm like, wow, time. do I miss it? During my gap year, I was doing that, and then I was also um, a... I called myself a nanny at the time, but I was more like a, an after-school babysitter. So I'd have, like, my mornings at toddler time, and then a couple hours, and then I'd go, and, like, pick up the two kids from school and hang out with them after school, and we'd go to the park, and we'd have our little snack, and then their mom would come home. And so, yeah, I pretty much just spent my whole gap year with children, which, you know, at that point, I was like, this is all I do. <laughs> These are the only people I see, and my coworkers are my only... Uh, adult friends, but yeah, good times. What was your next job? Do you want to take a break? No, I'm I'm good. Um, my next job, uh, where were we now? We were at uni- no, well, it was university, and um, my co Hannah, my flatmate, mm-hmm. um, me and her were like looking for a job, and because this is just like university, right? Like, it was like. You just want something easier part-time. to have some, yeah, something yeah. part time of income. And we both got uh, a job at KFC, mm-hmm. and we both worked uh, one shift together. And um, I think she went on to work a few more shifts than what I did, but I worked the first shift, and then I got offered a, another job at the time, uh, working for the student union bar. Mm-hmm. So it would just be like in the mornings you'd be like making like coffees. And then again, I would like do my, um, it was like multiple jobs. You'd, you'd do the coffees and then you'd also like make a soup for that lunch. Right. And like that was fun. So that made a load of like, you, and the, the manager would let you get creative of like making soups. So like. <laughs> some freedom there. I had some freedom there. <laughs> make some funky soups. And I made some funky soups. And it was like, they were great soups. It, all we had to, it, it was just a, like a basket of uh, vegetables and he'd just be like, make sure you just use whatever, whatever's in there. <laughs> Like you do like uh, roasted red pepper with feta, you do like uh, curried sweet potato, um, then you do like a, sometimes you like go real crazy with it, you do like a, a, like a roasted mixed root veg, mm-hmm. that's not like crazy but sometimes you throw like a like a, a different cheese in there or something like that and then it like spikes someone's curiosity so they'd wow. be like oh how's that taste? Oh. Sometimes it tasted good, sometimes it tasted like really shit. Did you experiment or like did you just make a massive batch of soup and then realize make a oh, massive this is ba- fucked? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I remember once we did something <laughs> with um Then people go, Hey, how's the soup today? You're like, to be honest. Something with don't honey do it. and lemon, I think it was, and something Ew. else. The lemon though was disgusting. It was like um ginger or something? No, ginger it might have been like I don't know. It might have been carrots, lemon, and and honey. It was something like that. That sounds It was terrible. gross. Yeah. It was disgusting. But we had to serve it because it was like you made this big batch of soup. Oh, my God. Like, if I bought people. that soup, I'd be pissed. Yeah, you, don't, you better yeah, warn him. Here's the thing. Some people digged it. They were oh. like, oh. They were like, yeah, I like this. You're like, do you want the recipe? Because like, nobody's ever going to make this again. Right. <laughs> so sometimes you, like, fuck up with that. But, um... Yeah, that was. I, I really enjoyed that job because the manager was like into like soccer and football at the same time, so we started, started uh, talking there as well. And then um, 
yeah the hours are really flexible which is what you want in like universities like pick and choose your hours uh, right, the yeah. pay was very good um and yeah and again one of my friends from like my film class he he got a job there and we just had like some great times there as well and um your friends would come up and it was really good and then during the evenings you would um work the bar but our our campus wasn't like um it was like kind of like a artsy campus it wasn't the main campus so hardly ever were people there like drinking right you go for like a pint or two or like a, a drink a glass of wine or whatever uh, after class but it's not like a it's not like a bar at night you're not getting lit no you're not getting lit mm-hmm. but um yeah no that was my that was my student um job that i did throughout my time i was at university and i loved it you were good you got you got like a good consistent job and you got to just stay there yeah chill that's nice i'm trying to remember so after i went to new orleans i had like a work study job which was like very like i basically didn't do any work but that's how a lot of work study positions are i worked in the um film equipment room and usually like we didn't even have set shifts so you just kind of show up when you wanted to and you could help with like equipment checkouts but sometimes there would be no one there and sometimes there would be like three of us doing nothing there so that was interesting and then i also did an internship for the Modern Slavery Research Project, which was um, one of my professors, um, you know, outside like research stuff that she did. So that was a really interesting job, but also a very heavy one because I was like transcribing um, interviews of uh, at-risk youth who had either been technically trafficked because any like sex work underage uh, is considered trafficking. That was a very interesting job, but uh, an intense one. What else did I do? I think that was it for New Orleans. Oh no, I worked at my favorite freaking cafe in New Orleans. <sighs> Bread on Oak, bitch. Or Breads on Oak? Breads. This place is so good. The last time we went back to New Orleans, we visited because that food is fucking delicious. One of my biggest struggles with New Orleans was that there was like very limited vegan options, especially uptown around the campuses. So when I found this place that had some vegan options, I was like, oh my god, this is great. I think I went there to try the food once. And then I was like, are you guys hiring? Because, hello. And I got hired. And it was just a couple blocks away from the house that I was living in that semester. So I was like, this is the best fucking thing ever. Except that I had to work at like 6 a.m. And I literally used to have to take an Uber because I didn't want to walk at 6 a.m. Because right. it was like far enough to where I, that was scary. But then I was taking Ubers at 6 a.m. And that was scary, too, because I was like, I don't like this. I don't like, like, being, like, sleepy and, like, getting into a car and just being like, hi, it's dark. And, like, I don't like that. What is it? Five-minute walk? No. I think it was probably, like, a 15-minute walk. 15-minute walk. Yeah. It seems close, but then, like, you get going and it's it's a little bit longer. So, yeah. Anyway, I I loved that job. And it was cool to be able to do a job that was so early because I wasn't used to um, working that sort of a shift. So I would do, like maybe like a six to 11 ish or like sometimes I would work a little later in the afternoon, but like (sighs) that food was so fucking good. They had little vegan quiches and little vegan like mini cheesecakes and all these most delicious sandwiches. And the bread was incredible. And I just, yeah, I'm like, that is like like, like, (laughs) salivating right now. I am hungry and I'm I'm thinking about whatever we're going to order for dinner. But that was a great job. I was only there for maybe like three or four months because it was just that one semester. And then after that, I was leaving for France. 
So, um, yeah, that was nice. I liked it. I mean, it was like a very casual kind of place, a lot less organized than other places I'd worked at. So, like, it was kind of cool. There was no uniform. There was no polo, by the no way. No hats? No hats. Absolutely not. So, that Did was that good. really ruined the deal for you? If I walked in there and they were wearing hats, I was like, oh, I love the food. This right. place seems really cool. The coffee, the iced coffee was so fucking good. Do but you remember hats. it? But the hats. Yeah. Mm, but I can't do the hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny of me. Oh, so vain. But also, I'm like, I don't know. If you're not a hat person, like, I feel, I feel like you're, you're a hat person, obviously. But, like, if I wear a hat, I don't just feel bad. Like, I feel devastated. Why? Well, well let's not get into the hat. No, no. I, I just think my head's a weird shape. That's uh. all. <laughs> so then after that, what was my... Oh, yeah. So then we moved to New York. And then we were in the middle of fucking Long Island. And I... First of all, I was trying to be a full-time YouTuber for a little bit when, like, I was definitely not in the position to be. Oh, I forgot to mention, I've been making money from YouTube since I was, like, 16, which was cool, but I only was making maybe, like, 200 bucks average a month from AdSense and stuff, and I didn't have sponsors for, like, many years. So for a while, it was, like, you know, money that helped me, you know, gas money, basically, but, right. but I needed other jobs. So when we moved to New York, I remember like I was looking at job listings, things that I was not qualified for or like that required a degree and I hadn't had gotten, I hadn't finished my degree yet. So um, yeah, just remember when I was like unemployed for a fucking long time and I was very depressed and not mm. having a good time. You did work at... So then, then after a couple months, I was like, you know what? I'm going to work at Starbucks because I was like, I am a Starbucks fan. I love Starbucks. I might as well, you know, go get some coffee. Also, at the, at the cafe Breads on Oak, I had gotten a little bit of experience with, like, barista stuff. So that made me feel a little more confident with, like, you know, working in a coffee shop. Um, so I had applied to a bunch of Starbucks and, like, couldn't get a call back or couldn't get hired. And I was getting very frustrated. And then I found this job which was at a daycare, which is, like, in someone's house. And I remember I was like, oh, that could be cool. Like, again, I like working with kids. I love babies. Are you kidding me? So I show up, and, like, it's it's in someone's, like, house. So it's, like, kind of a a dark, like, smallish environment. But there was, like, maybe, like, four or five babies. Obviously, before this, we met at summer camp, which was another job. But we don't need to go into that. It's not like it was a big deal. Forgot about the summer camp. Oh, I met you at yeah. that place. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, that, I can't, I, like, okay, I, first I of all... I completely forgot about the babysitting job that you had. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll talk about that. But just it, in short, I, I was bad at being a camp counselor. I thought that with my past experience working with kids that I would have been good, but I did not have anywhere near the amount of energy and pep that is pretty much required to be a camp counselor. So that was a hard time, and I did it two summers in a row. But, um, so yeah, I, I got this job to be a, what was it? I guess a daycare assistant. And yeah, I show up and I do like the first shift, which is maybe only just like three or four hours. And there were like maybe four or five babies and like three, two or three of us in there. But it was so stressful because there were all these little babies who like couldn't walk or they were crawling around or whatever. And like somebody would be holding one of them and there'd be another one running away. And like, I just got so stressed because I was like, oh my God, like, I had only ever babysat like one or two kids at a time and not very many like babies. Um, Oh, I also babysat a really cute girl in New Orleans. I forgot about that. She was so cute. Anyway, (laughs) 
I'm like, those are my favorite things. I can handle one or two kids depending on their ages. But um, yeah, I just got stressed because I was like, there's kids crying and you've got to learn their like food schedule and blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know. I just kept thinking like, oh my God, like a kid's going to slip or fall like while I'm like two seconds away. And it was just scaring me. And I just didn't, I didn't like the vibes either. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a work environment where I felt like I could, get through the day which is I think I think important at the time I felt really bad about being like oh I have a new job and then being like psych like I can't handle this because I felt like I felt like I failed or something but I was like I have to be honest with myself and these people like if I don't feel like I can handle this and like and it's not something that I enjoy doing like I can look for another job it's fine they'll they'll hire somebody else who can actually handle all these babies so then very soon after that I got hired at Starbucks and I fucking loved Starbucks. Um, Did you go in there and give them a resume? I don't know if I. I might have applied in person. I feel like that helps because, like, when you just submit an online application, you're just you know one in a thousand people. But um, yeah, I got hired at this uh, Starbucks. I had a really great person training me, and um, he was a cool coworker. And I got to meet all the other people, and I got to learn all the coffee tricks and things. And um, I think like making coffee is really fun. So, like, you know, when you get in the zone and you're just working on the bar, it's like, whoop. You know, it's easy to just zone out for a couple hours. Right. I would say at Starbucks, working the cashier, like, cash register is a lot more stressful because then you have to talk to people. (laughs) But also people are are annoying about how they order their coffee. And so that was not my favorite. I would prefer to be just making making the drinks on bar. Except for Frappuccinos. It's true what the Starbucks baristas say. They are hell on earth. I think... I only worked there from like February to like the end of May because then I was going back to camp the next summer. But I'm so glad I missed. I had just been there for the beginning of Frappuccino season and even that was too much. I don't know how Starbucks baristas or anybody else deals with all the Frappuccinos constantly. We would have Frappy Hour and the kids (laughs) from the local schools would all come in at fucking three o'clock and just for like two hours straight, it's like back to back to back to back like oh like I have this secret recipe for the fucking this frappuccino I'm like that's not real but okay sure we'll try to make it and then the kids are like where's my frappuccino and I'm like there's fucking 30 cups in front of us and we can only make like one or two at a time how infuriating is that woman and like or or man I don't Mm -hmm. know I just remember vividly you telling me a story about this woman (laughs) like in the morning she like jumped the queue and, and say is my drink ready yet Oh yeah, yeah. There were there were lots of those. There was like there did was... a coworker call you Stephanie as well for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at this Starbucks, there was one girl who called me Stephanie from day one, even though I wore a name tag that said Tiffany. Um, every single day, she'd be like, "Hi, Stephanie." And we worked together a lot, and I just didn't say anything. And after the first time, I was like, "Ooh, maybe she'll get it next time." And people would call me Tiffany in front of her, whatever. So she just kept calling me Stephanie for the whole time that I worked there, and I never said anything. Thing. And I laughed because I was like, our other coworkers must hear her say Stephanie. And then what if they're like, is her name Stephanie? And then they're like, no, her name's Tiffany. And she's just not saying anything. They're just like uh, calling you, hey, Stephanie. I know. I'm like, hey, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Yeah. I'm like, that works. Just call me, call me Fanny. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was the time. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm like, anytime. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Okay, is the camera dead? Oh no. Is it off? 
I think it is. Yeah. We've been talking for an hour and 40 minutes. Oh my God, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, we're going to order uh, food now. Thank you guys so much for listening. Nathan, do you have any final thoughts? Um, no final thoughts. Um, <gasps> we get to watch WandaVision, you guys. It's Friday. If you're not watching WandaVision, if you have Disney+, Plus, please tune in. If you are, please uh, comment down below about it. I fucking look forward to Fridays every time, and I get so excited. Uh, no spoilers, even though... What spoilers could you possibly say? I don't know. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to vent about your job experiences below, please do. And stay tuned for another episode. Who knows when it's going to be next week in a month? We shall see. Okay, thanks. Every time I'm like, I make eye contact with Nathan and I'm like, we're going to say it in unison. Uh And I try to telepathically um, communicate that with you. So, okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.